Today we're going to find out if Aldi and Costco wines are any good. We're doing a $10 wine and a $14 wine from Costco and we're going to do it as a blind test. So let's see. I'm Jason. And I'm Trent. And we're from The Wind Up. We're here to provide you unfiltered, unapologetically uh, unprofessional wine journey. Uh, And we have a saying here. Our saying is is drink more, (laughs) try try more, more, learn more. more. And don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. And so Trent, what have you been thinking about this week? Um, So the thoughts this week is... I don't know, as we've been doing this podcast more and more and then I've been Googling this, that and the other around wine, all the kind of algorithms around social media has been really doing its job and it's been kind of promoting all these wine deals and <laughs> wine experiences and wine this and wine that to me. Yep. And um, I've been flicking that onto you mm-hmm. and go, hey, Jace, why don't you try this or why don't we go to this? And yep. often the answer is... No, I have no money. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have no money. Exactly. So, cost of living. So, I started to do a bit more research again yep. um, around other cheap wine buying tips. So, I thought I'd just share this with you and maybe it's a good way for us to still kind of invest in our passion yep. but within the constraints of our budget. Sounds good. First one, explore the world. Try lesser known great varieties and lesser known areas. So, example, think about um, Pickpool from France. What is oh, that? that? Oh, exactly. I've never heard of it. Okay, yes. Um, in, also, there's another one called Negra Maro from Puglia, which is like southeastern Italy. Uh, another one's also South African Chenin Blanc as well, which you can get on really good prices. So start to explore. Don't just drink all your Bordeaux and Burgundies all the time, yep. all your Granges and St. Henri's. You know, try something outside of that kind yeah. of comfort zone jace and it'll be cheaper i like it cheaper. anything cheaper i'm interested <laughs> other ones i don't know it could be a bit um controversial but wines in tetra packs so obviously tetra packs what's means a like tetra pack tetra pack is means so uh, the kind of um box wine ah yes <laughs> people have been flicking me this as well yeah okay <laughs> because you know a lot of the cost in wine is around packaging or the bottles right yeah. i think um the cost in a tetra pack is far less than the cost of glass cork and everything around it so you can still maybe get some good wines in a box we still maybe need to explore more we tried some before that's a cask wine isn't it that's that's what it's a goon bag that we're talking about no, it's just wine in a different packaging it's like was that what's that thing sheep in something clothing or something like that is that a saying yes that's a saying yeah that's a saying uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing that's maybe, what it something is something like yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> next one Shop local. Yep. Okay. So um, avoid, oh, don't say avoid. Try um, looking at some of your local um, wine shops mm. and using the experts' expertise in your local wine shops. Tell them, you know, I have a budget. I only can spend. I'm cheap. Is that I'm <laughs> cheap. No. Because even they, they, you know, they're on their own budgets as well and they deal with thousands of people or hundreds of people and then um, – they're like that. That's what they're, they're, they're paid to do, right? Yeah. Give them a challenge. I only got $20 yeah. and I'm having this for dinner tonight or I've got this hot day. I've only got $20 to spend, but I still want to try and impress her or impress him. Yeah. What do I buy? Give them that challenge. Use them to try and use their expertise and also give you something good and explore. Again, could be tying into the first point about exploring the world and trying different wines. Yes. That'd be good value for money. Um, next one, avoid the wine trends. Mm. Um, much like fashion, I know that you're into your Gucci and LV and whatever's 
more from anything from best and less is my kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. but avoid the wine fashions wine trends yes. you know i know there's always trends around oh, okay everyone's doing um burgundy pinots everyone's doing bordeaux everyone's doing maybe something else you know trying to avoid the, the wine trend. i know it's hard yeah because we always get again push things into our face so we've got must try that we're going to explore outside the the norm off, off the beaten path yeah. off the beaten path exactly um next point explore entry level wines from good producers so that's a good point often you know you have good producers there that have the top level wine the grange mm. right is an example and often there's also other wines within its uh portfolio that you can try yeah. you know ones that are more accessible you know the 20 dollar 30 dollar top of wines that's still quite good quality for the price that you're paying i like the uh the max the Max Series wines from, from Penfolds. Pretty good, They're right? They're like even, 20, 25 even bucks. Even the ones, the Kunanga Hills and stuff like that, oh, yeah, apparently yeah. they're going to be quite good. And they're like, what, sub $10, right? Um, you know, good value for money. Yes. You don't have to have a St. Henri Grange every single day, your 707s. You know, you could also get something quite different. Yes. Quite cheaper, you know, and um, good value. So, Good tip. Good tip. I like it. Good tip, good tip, good tip. Um, so that also applies the same with the um, the big Bordeaux chateaus as well. There's always like the first mm. wine, also the second wine, and so yeah. etc. So again, you can still drink Bordeaux from the good producers. Just say it's not their primary wine or the best wine. Um, next one: consider wine wine club memberships. I know that we mm. were tempted in the good food and wine around wine, wine selector. Wine selectors, yeah. right? So obviously, it's a bit of an investment. Um, I know they're trying to say that there's no uh, cancellation fee, but that could be an option as well, right? They, they do have the, the advantages of um, bulk buying economies of scale to get better prices if you're yep. willing to kind of commit yep. towards that, you know, getting those six bottles of wine, good range from Australia. And there's also many other kind of wine memberships out there as well they can also um, yep. try. Wine, can do as a partnership. The wine selector ones were actually quite nice when we tasted it. It so, was. Yeah, it okay. was. But maybe we were just a bit tight at that point in time that we just didn't, didn't do it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> um and the last, oh, sorry, the other one is buy wine in bulk, um, mm. buy more, save more. We should probably include that into our slogan as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, that kind of ties into what you were saying in a previous episode about having a wine buddy. Wine buddy you can exactly. buy more together. Exactly. Yes. There's always going to be, um, you know, buy the case is always going to be cheaper than buying by the bottle. You know, you buy more. Maybe we can negotiate with the local um, liquor store as well. You know, I want to buy, you know, four of these instead of the one on you'll buy six or eight of these ones instead of the one can give me a better price yeah because they're not bound by retail pricing a lot more control over the price that they're kind of giving off maybe you can get a better value for it you know last one that kind of just popped into my mind from your recent trip to costco was visit costco for some great (laughs) bargains yes you know the bargain that you got was was a yaria yaring 2017 dry red number one and uh they were, I, I think I bought that in a previous episode for $120, and this was for $90. So $90 it's a good bargain. bargain. $30 um, uh, cheaper. So that was a bargain. So heaps of good tips for that, Jason. So I, I'm, I'm so happy that you said those because I'm telling you, my wallet is bare after starting <laughs> this podcast. There's so many wines to buy. So, so really good tips. And actually, I had a few more. So maybe we'll, we'll make this... Part one of, of tips on how to spend frugally on, on wine but still enjoy it. Part two will come soon. What are your thoughts? Um, so, so my thoughts were around Aldi and Costco. And, and I have to be honest, I, I've bought quite a few wines from Aldi before this podcast. Mm-hmm. 
And what attracted me was the price point. Like, uh, they are quite good value, the dollar spend. And I didn't realize, because yeah. I don't visit Costco as often, but Costco also have quite good price points uh, with, with quite decent quality in yeah. terms of wine. So I, I wanted to find out a bit more about their wine strategies. And, and so that's what I want to talk about, that both of them have, have a similar approach in terms of cheap but good quality wines, yeah. but they tailor it differently they have slightly different strategies for selling those wines. So, so let's talk about Costco first. Yeah. Do, do you go to Costco very often? Uh, once or twice in my life. Once or twice in your life. So that's not very often. <laughs> and and I wasn't going to Costco for the wines previously. Yeah. But pizzas. They are pizzas and the, and yeah. the cheap food. Yeah. But they're they're strated, They're actually the U.S.'s largest seller of wine. Wow. So in the U.S., everyone's going to Costco to grab mm. theirs. And they've got three distinct points that they try to do. And I noticed it in Australia. One you already talked about. Mm. They have uh, quite well-known and quite good quality wines from like Yarra Yaring, Penfolds, mm. lots of Penfolds in there. And they sell it at a discounted rate. So, you know, that kind of ties into Costco's model. If you, if you buy a lot, you can get a good, mm. good price. So that kind of hooks you in. I'm going to go vis visit Costco more often to get those cheaper wines. The other one that they have is that they have their own signature brand. So they have a brand known as the Kirkland series, Kirkland signature series. Yeah. And it's, it's Costco specific brand of their wines from different wineries. And what they do is they, they're able to produce low cost, but high quality wineries by having good relationships with their partners and mm. suppliers and distributors. Cause if you think about Costco, a lot of their products are actually sell, sold from high-end manufacturers, Duracell, Starbucks, Huggies. Yeah. They manufacture the product, rebrand yeah. it as something from Costco. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's good quality. Yeah. It's just at a cheaper price point. They do the same things with wine. Wow. So, you can actually get a $13 Bordeaux. You can get a $40 Barolo. Yeah. Uh, for quite cheap. And that's because they have a great relationship with their Italian distributor um, to kind of pick those wines. But then how do you know what they're married towards? So like, how do you know what, like that Bordeaux is actually from what producer? Do yeah, you know? you, uh, it, do, it, doesn't, it doesn't say the... Well, actually, you know the distributor. I don't know if you can link it back yeah. to which, which winery there is. I think some of them online, from what I could tell, you could actually find the information. I don't know if they have them for all. Yeah, I feel sometimes you have to be in the know because, you know... Um, our mate Dom, who's yeah. also in the uh, was in the kind of food and beverage distribution business as well, and go yeah, go to Costco. It's exactly the same thing, but yes. it's just rebranded. But yes. he kind of knew because it had um, connections, connections, and understood the, the the back workings behind it. But yeah. for wines, I don't know. Like, it's still a bit of hit and miss unless you know that. You have to do a bit of research. I research, think. I know. That's, that's what it is. So that's kind of their strategy. They have their own brand, mm. and they have these. Um, good products that they're bringing in at lower, lower price points. Aldi's kind of a bit different. So they don't have their own signature brand, mm. but their focus is always on three things, customer satisfaction, um, cheap wine for good value, and medals. I don't know if you see Aldi promotions. If yeah. you look at their catalog, it's always about the medals. And then they're trying to use that as a way to sell that they've got good mm. quality. So what Aldi do is they engage wineries to provide exclusive brands for Aldi. They're not one yeah. specific brand. There's multiple different brands. Yeah. 
uh, and they okay, you'll only get them at Aldi or they'll get, get a producer, yeah. a winery, and they'll have one exclusive wine range only for Aldi. Uh, and so that's how they lock in the quality yeah. because they've got this exclusivity. And and then the price point, this was an interesting one. I got to read this from the, the sales director, um, Jason Bauer. He's the buyer director for Wines and Sparkling. Mm. In terms of price, they have a golden rule. Uh, a $10 wine at Aldi should drink like a standard $20 to $25 wine to ensure the customer gets a good experience. So they, they're kind of using that as a... As a um, a guiding principle yeah. to ensure that even if it's cheap, a mission people statement. To, that's it. People want to come back and go, yeah, you know what? That was worth more yeah. than what it actually cost. Yeah. And I, I think it's working. Like if you look at um, the Canstar Blue customer satisfaction yeah. ratings, they're actually beating Dan Murphy's. They're beating Liquorland, all of yeah. the other quite focused and targeted yeah. uh, sellers. Aldi's topping them. So I wanted to share that uh, and give you a bit of insight into mm. why their strategies yeah. are working. And to, to give a bit more confidence around the quality of the wine that are coming through. Okay, cool. Good yeah. to know. Good to know. And so let's let's go to wine of the week. Trent, what have you been drinking? What have I been drinking? So the other day did some green prawns with butter and garlic. So I kind of Yum. fried them off with a great bit of sauce with it as well. And then um, I paired that with a 2019 Claro Chardonnay. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. You remember that one? So I had that kind of roundness with a touch of kind of the zing with the acidity coming through. Um, yeah, fruits, white fruits, peaches, nectarine. Um, had the kind of body and roundness, went perfectly with the seafood as well. Um, yeah, very delicious. Seven out, seven, out, seven out of 10 corkscrews for me. So let's get to the topic for today, which I'm super excited about because to be honest, when I thought about setting up this podcast, I wanted to make sure we'd have wines that are accessible at a good price point, And I really wanted to take away any snobbery around wine. Yeah. So today we are going to try wines from Aldi and Costco and see if they're any good. We've got two wines. There's a $10 wine and a $14 wine. And we're actually going to do a blind taste on them. Just to say there's no influence of, of branding or anything like that. And just purely focus on the quality. Mm -hmm. And then we'll do the reveal and see if, if the quality is there. And so in front of us, we've got two reds that look very similar. I'm actually, I can't tell which one is which, but they're, they're labeled A and B. And what we're going to do is just go through the uh, sight, smell, taste for both, give them a corkscrew rating. And then at the end, we'll do the reveal and we'll see, uh, are they actually any So good? we're just picking which one we prefer. We're trying to pick which grape and which year or what are we trying to... No, we're just talking about okay. giving it a, give them a rating and the rating will tell if it's good quality. Okay. We can try and pick it as well <laughs> just for fun, but let's see how we go. Let's start off with A, which we have in front of us. Uh, and if we look on the eyes, it, it's quite dark. Looks uh, very Shirazi-like. Red blackberries looks looks very Shiraz-like, absolutely. <laughs> on the nose, what are we getting? Smells very Shiraz-like. Dark, dark berries, <laughs> yes. And then if we taste it. Hmm. Tastes very... Tastes young. <laughs> young. Quite fruit. Very fruit yeah. forward. Yeah. I wouldn't say big alcohol. No, but there is a 
There is something a bit harsh to the flavor. Definitely the tannins are still quite big. Very quite dry and astringent on the tongue. Mm. It tastes like a Shiraz to me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but does it taste like a $25 wine that's $10 or? Well, I guess I don't, I don't dislike it. I don't, I'm not saying, oh, that is disgusting. Like if we think about the... Um, Oh, cask wine, the goon bags yeah, that we had. Yeah, remember yeah. that? For me, it kind of tastes like a Audi or Costco wine. I don't know. <laughs> you, you've put it out there already. Yeah. But you it, it, no, it tastes like one of those wines. Like mm. It would be more interesting if you had like a $50 or $60 wine that was on, wasn't Audi and Costco and go, hang on, which one's the one that's outside of that? What do you think? Should I go into B? <clears throat> I think we should do a corkscrew rating. Corkscrew rating just on that. Okay. Yep. I think we should, because this is about, is it is it good quality? Um, there is something a bit harsh about it, even in the finish. I get the from the alcohol coming through now. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it on my face. Yeah. Um, corkscrew ratings. So, um, I, I'm, I'm not disliking it. I, I guess there, there is tannin. It's quite fruity, but there's this... There's this underlying harsh flavor that I'm getting. I don't know if you get that. Do you, do you get that with it? I think I know what you mean. Um, and I'm not enjoying that. And, and that's the part where it's not bad. I would give this a 6 out of 10. Uh, it's not throw it away. It's disgusting. But yeah. there's something, there's some harsh bitterness to it that I'm not enjoying. Uh, what about you? Yeah, 6 out of 10 as well um, for me. It's not as bad as those kind of goon boxes that we had before. Yes. Um, it's probably, no, if I was thinking out in Costco, it's probably what I expect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's drinkable. Yes. But it's not complex it's not you're not going to go buy a case of yeah, these no, to, to share with no. your friends it's very much going to drink now drink easy type of thing <laughs> that's right okay so we've got two sixes for a two sixes two yeah. sixes now let's let's move on and try b yeah and on, on the eyes it looks exactly very the same. similar have you done a funny one on me have you poured the same wine in both glasses no you know what the the other one is slightly <laughs> a bit <laughs> Slightly got a brown or orange oh, tinge on it. It's not different. But the is smell. It's more Cabernet, is it? Oh, that's not Shiraz. It's not Shiraz. What are, what are we smelling here? Still got fruit. Mm. Tastes more. Oh, more you like, already tasted it, is that? Like, no, sorry. Smells more um, like. It smells more like uh, more lush fruits. Mm. More juicy fruits. Juicy fruit. And then you, you've had a taste. What are you tasting? Again, the tannins are still quite big on it as well. Bigger than the first one, to be honest. The first one would be more, mm. I don't know, bigger fruits. But this one, the tannins are bigger. Mm. It has... um. It, re- it reminds me a bit of... um. The earthy violet flavors we were having from the Grenache we had in a previous episode. It's not Grenache. So this is really drying. Mm. <laughs> it's really drying. <laughs> the way you're talking as well. I'm it's like to, you I'm need some to, water. I'm trying to move my tongue around, but it's like stuck because it's so rough. 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 Mm. 
prefer this one mm. to A. I like the tannins on this, to be honest. But but I'm <laughs> is the tannins what's making your the mouth so dry? It is it a bit is, it coarse. Is drying. It is a bit coarse desert like. Is is that all the tannins or Yeah. But I, I enjoy this. It's got a better mouthfeel to it. I think I think it's got more dimension in terms for of flavor like, as well. For me, it's like less in your face. Yeah. But the tannins are so drying. It's it's after the first like three seconds that that dryness kicks in and that's when you go, oh, mm. that's a bit harsh. But the first three seconds, I actually quite enjoy. Because yeah, like, what I tend to do, I don't know whether it's the right way or not. It's like you drink and then... I kind of move my tongue around my mouth. Yeah. Then it's like kind of getting stuck on the top of my my mouth. Yeah. Um, because it's just it's like sandpaper against sandpaper. It's like yeah, yeah. And then it's it's a bit too harsh. It's a bit too high. That's it's so interesting because if I was to uh, if I was to put in a preference, so you're you're right. I'd I'd prefer be this one mm. over the earlier one that we tasted. But if I was to put a number because of the harshness, I'd almost give them both a six mm. because. Because there was still that harshness that wasn't there. If we could do halves, I'd go six and a half yeah, versus six. Yeah, agree, agree, agree. But I don't want to do that in, in this corkscrew ratings. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. So you said earlier it's not a Grenache. What, what do you think this is? Feels like it's a Cabernet, I think. Mean. Uh, it's not a Grenache. It's not a Grenache. Yeah, it, it was reminding me of a Grenache, but it, it's it's not it's not a Grenache, and so. Cabernet? No, no, not Cabernet. No. I think it's time to do the reveal. We've okay. both tasted them, and we don't know which one's from Aldi. We don't know which one's from Costco. But both of them, we've given a six. And so, the first one that we tried is a Mount Langy. It's a Mount Langy Giran Pepper Shiris. Pe- Pepper Shiri, Shiri, Shiraz. Your mouth's so dry you can't even pronounce it. Victorian Shiraz. Victorian. So this is from the Grampians. And this is the bottle that we picked up from Aldi. So it's the $10 bottle. And have you had a Mount Langi before? No, haven't. So Mount Langi is meant to be quite a a good winery, cool climate, um, very famous Cool Climate Shiraz. They've got bottles for like $200 in Australia. And so this was a dedicated, the Pepper Series was a dedicated series for Aldi. And so if we if we open up number B, or letter B, it's a Malbec. So Malbec Mendoza. Cal- yeah, Kirkland Signature Costco's Malbec. Yeah. And if you look at the top of the label, it actually has a rating of 90 points from James Suckling. Yeah, okay. So, this was the $14 wine. Um, what year is it? It is a 2021, so still relatively quite young. Hence, probably like the tans are still quite big yeah. there. But you yeah, haven't had as many Malbecs as I should yes. have. Is probably why I couldn't pick it. Another episode for us on the wine, not maybe the Malbec. I always thought the Malbec was a bit more pre- peppery. So let me read the a bit of the notes on these, and then we can we can go back okay. and, and think about it. So if we think about okay, well you've got the Malbec in front of us. So Malbec's a uh, James Suckling um, ninety point rated. It's hundred uh, percent from Mendoza, aged twelve months in French oak ba- barrels, and so it's a deep purple Malbec, mm. intense fruit notes of plum and cherries and a long rounded finish. It displays a perfect balance of ripe fruit coupled with oak spice from 12 months of careful aging in French oak barrels. Yeah, I think 
that oak spice was coming through that kind of yeah the the oak treatment on the malbec kind of helped kind of round off the kind of bigness i kind of think i would get from the malbec mm. Um, how, how much alcohol is it? Fourteen percent and fourteen percent. Okay, they're both the same. They're both the same. They were both quite, they were both quite heated. So I, I get, I get the spice on it, um, but still, we gave it a six out of ten corkscrews. Yeah. And then if we, if we look at the Mount Langi uh, Pepper Shiraz, so like I said, their Langi Shiraz is an icon in Australia. Two hundred bottle, two hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah. It's Aldi, this one's an Aldi exclusive. Yeah. Uh, it's glossy, light-bodied plum fruit with enough pepper to give that Grampian terroir in a light shortish, shortish but recognizable house-style palette. I actually didn't get much pepper. No, did you? not much pepper. And it's actually labeled a pepper series. Yeah. It ain't what it says on the tin then, does it? Mm. Hey. So... So we've done this blind to really answer the question, at least for the two bottles we've sam- sampled, are Aldi and Costco wines any good? Also, are cheaper wines any good? We gave this a 6 out of 10. What's the answer? Are they any good? You, For me, you kind of got what you paid for, yeah. I think. You yeah. got what you paid for. Was it $10 for the... $10 Mal- for Manet the Aldi wine? And $14, 14. For, for the Malbec. Hmm. Like I wouldn't be disappointed. Mm. You get what for you pay for. For that price point. Yeah, for it, that price point. It, you get it, what you pay it for. It is a good bargain. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I agree. Uh, look, I think I think if we're giving it a 6 out of 10 rating, it's okay. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a very cheap price point. So to me, if you're looking for some cheap wines, you're not trying to, you're not trying to taste anything amazing or fantastic. You just want to have some wine with, with your food. Go to Aldi and Costco. Yeah. There's cheap wines. They're okay. Go grab them. Uh, but but if you jump up the price a bit, you get probably to the twenty twenty five. So maybe ten yeah. ten to fifteen dollars more. You probably get more amazing ones, and we've had quite a few on there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so so I think I think to what you said, you get what you pay for. Um, yeah. Was there any last comments you wanted to make? No, uh, I think the last uh, comments is you know you're paying your ten fourteen dollars, but maybe use some of the tips that I brought through earlier. Maybe you still get to around that kind of price point, like low twenties, but then you're also getting a far more bang for buck for the money that you're paying as well. So yeah, who knows. Use those tips. We're going to have part two on that very soon. <laughs> and so that's us at the wind up. We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know. If, comment below on your thoughts on Aldi and Costco wines or if there's any specific Aldi and Costco wines you recommend that we try. Happy to have another episode on this. Uh, but from us at the wind up, we want to say drink more, try, try more, more, learn more. more. Thanks all. Thank you. Cheers.